You're listening to Small Steps for Big Goals, the podcast for the new overwhelmed entrepreneur. I'm your host, Kate Carter, mindset coach and business mentor. This podcast is created for new entrepreneurs, business owners and coaches who are feeling completely overwhelmed and is dedicated to showing you the small steps you can take in your business to get you big results. Together, we'll explore the small shifts you can make in your mindset, energy and strategy, which will have the biggest impact on your success. If you're feeling like a misfit in the business world, if you feel like having a business is overwhelming, complicated and confusing, then this is a podcast for you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Small Steps for Big Goals. Today I have a very special guest, Bernadette. Um, Bernadette, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, and first of all, thank you ever so much for having me today. Um, So yes, I'm Bernadette and I am a creative business and mindset consultant. Um, I've got 20 years of experience as a multi-business owner um, and in fact launched my very first business in 2002 when my first child was only six months old, which looking back is completely crazy. But what I do now is I mainly work with creative entrepreneurs. Um, I really help them build a sustainable business, not just for now, but the future. And I pride myself on going beyond the pretty. So what I mean is going beyond the very pretty aesthetics that creatives love um, and instead to create a business model that brings them joy, freedom and profit. And I love strategy. I'm very into strategy and spreadsheets and and all of the things that actually creatives despise. But um, I'm a little bit crazy because I actually love that. Um, And I do that along with the mindset because I believe very strongly that mindset uh, is key to your success. You need not just the strategy, but you need support with having a strong mindset in order to scale as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I remember when I first started moving from mindset into more strategy and the mentorship side of things, mm-hmm. I loved, loved, loved the data side of things. So as you were saying <laughs> that, I was smiling to myself because I thought, yes, even though I do absolutely love the mindset and the energy side of things, the strategy side of things is just, yeah, just as exciting. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Okay, so when you first started your business, what did you find difficult? Because I think this will really help some of our sort of listeners what did you find difficult and how did you overcome it so prior to launching my first business I worked in the city so your typical you know nine to five very structured um city career when I launched my business as I said my first child was only six months old and then my second business when I launched it I then had a baby and a toddler what I found really difficult was being a mum looking after them, but also growing and scaling my business as well. That was a bit of a challenge because I realised the traditional hours and the traditional setup of a working life wasn't going to suit me. And I found that a bit of a struggle because it's like, why can't I, why can't I get going? Why am I not being productive? Um, why am I so tired? I mean, yeah, that's due to having children, really. Um, but definitely time management, I would say, was a struggle, particularly when I then had two businesses and two young children at home. Yeah, I had to I had to carve out a system that worked well for me. Mm. Did you find that you had to create really strong boundaries around your time? 
Yes, I did. And actually, one of the things I always say to my clients, because I work predominantly with women, is listen, you can't be perfect at everything. Mm -hmm. Don't expect to have um, a beautiful home and, and beautifully prepared home cooked meals every day and play with your children all day and stimulate them and run a business. You cannot do all of that perfectly. So you either need to get support in to help you or you need to look at your schedule and carve a schedule that's going to work well for you. Something has to give. Mm -hmm. So for us as as a family, um, even though my children are now adults, my youngest is 13, it's still important for us to sit down and have a meal together at night at the table. That's always been a non-negotiable. But you know what? If the house is a mess, the house is a mess. I haven't tidied the kitchen yet. That won't actually, so I still do this now. That won't be done until about three o'clock this afternoon because I'm working. And so that is my priority right now. I don't care if there's cups in the sink, they can stay there. I love I love the priority thing there and the non-negotiables that you were talking about there because I think that's so important. And I think when we're at the start of our business, we can feel like we have to do all the things, both in our business and outside of our business, don't we? And Mm -hmm. I'm exactly the same. There is washing up downstairs that has not been done yet. Because like you said, this is my priority for now. That will be my priority later. Yeah. And I think people find that difficult. And, and, And actually, my husband, I joke when he was working from home during lockdown, he is not suited for working at home because he still approaches it as if he was in the office in the city and you have to give yourself more flexibility and be able to just block out the things that are not important so what was important for me particularly in the early years because my children are older now but what was important to me was being with my children taking them to baby swimming or you know activities to stimulate them but growing my business that was my two priorities um, I, I always cook from scratch so there was always a meal on the table don't get me wrong but yeah the house would not have been the tidiest I'm sure yeah so how did you find I mean you were talking there about non-negotiables and priorities and things which I think is so fantastic but how did you navigate through that time what did you find worked for you so what I discovered was something called theme days. So to begin with, I started doing time blocking because that's what everyone told you to do, where you would block out the whole of your day. Um, everything would be scheduled. But that was too regimented for me. And I found it really difficult to focus, <clears throat> particularly if you know I, I needed to do other things. I just... I found it too constrictive Mm -hmm. and if anything I found it hard to concentrate on what I needed to do looking at my schedule of the day and seeing every hour blocked out in a different color I think actually as a a side note I can't cope with color in spreadsheets (laughs) I can't even even as a wedding planner you know the headings would be you know in color but that was it so I think (laughs) I think maybe that part of it with the time blocking is there's too much colour. So I started doing a bit of research into, okay, what could work? And I discovered something called theme days. And I absolutely love theme days. And I still do this now. Because I think sometimes you were told or you almost feel proud of the fact that you can multitask. 
That's what we're told, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're such a multitasker. You're so good. You could do so many things at the same time. And and I used to feel that, yes, I can bring up my family and run two businesses. But actually, the reality is when you are multitasking, you're not actually being very um, efficient. Because each time that you switch from one task to another, you're losing um, focus. So, and then it takes you time to get back up to speed again, to get back to the task that you were doing. So actually, from um, switching from one thing to the next, you're actually not using your time efficiently at all. Whereas with theme days, the difference with theme days is you you give the day a theme. So as an example, some of my clients do this and they may have a Monday as a social media day. So what that will mean is it's more fluidy. It's more fluid the day. Um, so they know that, okay, today is a social media day. I'm going to be mapping out my week. I'm going to be recording my content. I'm going to be scheduling all my posts or, or things like that. And that's their thing. They won't do anything else unless, obviously, you know, there's an urgency to something. That's what they concentrate on. Uh, the next day might be a client day. And so the next day could be calls with clients, producing the work for clients, things like that. And I find this helpful and clients find this helpful because they know, okay, this is what we're doing today. And you can, a bit like how you can ignore the washing, the washing up in the kitchen, you can ignore all the other work because you know today this is what I'm doing. And it helps you concentrate on that and be far more productive with doing that instead of losing focus. Mm. Uh, And I think theme days are amazing. And in fact, Elon Musk does theme days as well. So I think if it works for him, it can work for me (laughs) absolutely do you find that when you're working with clients that you support them all with theme days or do you go with what is best for them my whole business is set up with what's right for them so with any of the strategy that we are creating for them it's actually tailored to them because creatives as a whole whether they're in the wedding industry or create or having a creative coaching business as an example what they struggle with is is focusing because sometimes they have so many ideas running around in their head and they will enroll on programs and then they find that but that doesn't work for my business and so what I do instead is we go back to basics all right the way that I liken it is what we're doing is we're actually making sure your foundations are really strong so even if they've been in business three years let's go back Build just your foundations and make sure that your business is aligned with your vision. So that's what we do. So to answer your question, I don't think days is not for everybody. Mm. Some people like the regimented aspect of time blocking. That's what they thrive on. And, and that's okay. You, in, in, in business, the whole point of being in business is to carve out a career that's right for you. Mm-hmm. And and so one of the first things that I do with clients is I get them to do a time audit. So for one week, they'll do a time audit. Uh, so we can analyze where they're spending their time. And that also enables us to look at their habits. So we look at the habits of the good habits, bad habits. Um, are they spending an hour each day just scrolling on social media? Is that a really productive use of their time? 
So we absolutely analyze that. And I, I look at the subconscious a lot. I imagine that you do the same, but sometimes our subconscious is stopping us. So although kind of at the top level, I'm saying, okay, is theme days or time blocking the right choice for you? Sometimes it goes deeper than that. Sometimes it's we are analyzing habits. That's why I ask them to do a time audit because I'm able to see instantly, okay, where are you spending your time? I don't believe that when you work for yourself that you have to be chained to your desk, which is why my husband does not set up for working from home. I do not believe you need to be at your desk from nine till five. You don't. The whole reason for having a business is that it is enabling you to have a more joyful life. Mm-hmm. And also, not everybody has the same body clocks. My husband is a morning person. He will be at his computer at 7 a.m. and he's raring to go. And he wants to talk to us, but none of, none of us really want to talk to him in the morning. <laughs> Whereas um, 10 o'clock's my magic hour. I, can, I like to start at 10. But actually, as we go further in the day, I could keep going. Strangely, Fridays is my most productive day. And whereas everyone wants to switch off, like lunchtime on a Friday, I I just want to keep going and going and going. I could easily work till nine o'clock on a Friday. I have no idea why, but I just kind of go with the flow now. (laughs) But isn't that beautiful? I think what you're saying there is so important to say to, especially people who are starting off in business, that finding what works for you, understanding your habits, understanding what's going on underneath the surface of what you're filling your time with and actually the stories you're telling yourself around those, those kind of shoulds and those have-tos, I think are so important. And I love the fact that you're talking about the flexibility there and finding out what works for you. I think that's so important. So for my audience and my listeners, what would you sort of say could be a small step around organising their time? Mm -hmm. I would say the first thing that, I don't want to say should, (laughs) that they could do is to do to do an audit so to have a week's audit and to analyze their time and be really strict with it so you know how long are you spending on social media how long does it take you to do a reel how long are you spending doing your emails Uh, really analyzing their time so do it for one week and then you can look back over it okay should I have really spent that much time on this And where's my self-development? Why have I not done any self-development this week? Uh, And it just enables you to, even if you don't have a coach, that you can take a step back and and take a bird's eye view of your week and have a good talking to yourself Mm. and, and make those necessary changes to help you be more productive. What could some of those small changes be or what's been your experience with some of those small changes? So almost putting aside the theme days and the time blocking, if we sort of look at at habits, Mm. habits are a big thing. Everything we do is a habit. Brushing our teeth is a a habit. Um, Taking the dog for a walk at a certain time, you know, it's a habit. So when you do that time audit, you're able to analyse your time and think about, okay, what could I do for the development like if you want to scale to the next level you cannot be the person you are right now you need to increase you need to be better you need to increase your knowledge you need to be more in in order to move so 
could you create a habit every day where you are increasing your knowledge? Could you be listening to Kate's podcast on a, I don't know when you when you release it, but let's say on a Monday morning. Okay, the first thing I'm going to do on a Monday morning is listen to Kate's podcast. Is it that you're going to be reading a book, one chapter every day? Imagine if you read one chapter of a business development or self-development book every day. Imagine the knowledge that you would have amounted by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And so I guess that's that's probably the first step that I would say is do your time audit first, analyze it, and then think about, okay, what what bad habits do you need to remove? Mm-hmm. And what could you replace it with? Remember that it takes time to get a new habit. So it doesn't yeah. happen overnight. I would say do that before you even think about doing time blocking or theme days. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I love that. If you've ever read the book, Atomic Habits, I don't know if you have by James Clear. It's on my list, actually. Yeah, it's on my list. It's a really, really good read because he's talking about the identity piece when you're creating a new habit is you have to be it before yes. you actually create those habits. And I think that's such an important piece because people feel they have to do all of these different things. And actually, if they put mm-hmm. themselves into that, I'm a successful business owner and take action from that point, yeah. it makes such a big difference. Because as you as you said, you can take that bird's eye view and look down and think, oh, actually, if I'm in the headspace of successful business owner, that habit there isn't actually very productive for what I'm trying to do. But this one here, I can maybe spend a bit more time or I can add in, like you said, reading a book. Absolutely. I find listening to podcasts and things like that just so informative. So yeah. absolutely. How can you incorporate those? I love that. I absolutely do. Um, anything else that you've got that you would think would be useful for our listeners? Um, I guess the final thing I would say is if you are looking to do theme days, Mm-hmm. then think about what that could look like so it, as I, as i said earlier it could be that one day is for social media um social media marketing another day could be um business development another day could be for your client work so look at what could a theme look like for your business and try it out why not after you've done your audit trial one week as a time blocking and then trial one week as a theme day see see what works well for you yeah I love that I love that and I must admit I think it's something I've cultivated myself without even realizing it (laughs) as you were talking I was like yeah because I do have days of the week when I go right this is my day for that this is my day for that and I didn't even realize I was doing kind of theme days um yeah yeah, it works so well because as you said when you're flitting from one thing to the next you're not really focusing. And I find that I've spoken to so many clients because a lot of my clients are quite overwhelmed. They're new. They're Mm. taking in a lot of information from different people and adding it to their to-do list. And one of the things that I always say is it's your business, do it your way. Um, And also how can you really slimline things down? So you're doing things in a way that's productive for you rather than trying to do, trying to go down a bit of a rabbit hole and go, Oh, I'm, I better do this and I better do this and I better bring in this and just focusing on one thing at a time and doing that well and then add in almost like breaking it down and then stacking almost absolutely and I I find and I don't know if you find this but a lot of my clients come to me is because they've done other programs they've signed up to various courses and things like that nothing wrong with the courses I just want to caveat that but they've become bombarded with different messaging Mm -hmm. 
you need to do it this way. If you if you want to scale, you have to do it this way. No, 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 you have to do it this way. And so they're getting all this different messaging yeah. and they're feeling pressured and they don't don't really know. Okay, but that doesn't feel right to me. That doesn't doesn't feel you know, I'm not leading with an integrity. It doesn't yeah. feel aligned to to my mission and my vision. And and so that's what what I do is we kind of almost not discount what they've learned what we instead do is okay what's right for you yeah absolutely I spoke to a client this week actually and she felt really overwhelmed she was like I need to do social media I have to do and it was that wording and I was like okay let's dig a little bit deeper here Mm -hmm. and it it sort of aspired that she'd created a blog a couple of years ago and absolutely loved it won a competition with it I was like why don't you do that that's obviously something that you love doing the written content she was like, you could see it, she went, oh, that feels so much better. <laughs> like, yes. Um, so I absolutely love that. Yeah. Anything I, else? I love blogging. Blogging was so, so vital for two of my other businesses and it brought so many leads into my business, but into both businesses. And it amazes me how not enough people are blogging in my mind. Mm. You know, it's bringing leads straight into your business. So why wouldn't you? Yeah. And I think if it's something you enjoy, again, yes. doing something that is sustainable has to be something you find some kind of enjoyment in. Now, I'm not saying that every part of business is going to light you up, but <laughs> doing something that is that you fundamentally enjoy means you're going to do it time and time again. And I think uh-huh. finding what works for you and, and, again, coming back to that time management, looking at your habits and looking at what you're doing in your business day to day and making sure that there is that enjoyment underneath it all so that you show up. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I could I could talk for hours, um, Kate, about <laughs> about habits and your subconscious mind and strategy and spreadsheets. But um... yeah. Oh, and the last thing I wanted to say there about habits, you've just reminded me, is mm. yeah, just giving yourself some compassion. I think if anybody's listening and thinking, okay, I've got to create these new habits, giving yourself the time and the grace to do that in your own time, because yeah. like you said, it's a subconscious thing. You you are mm-hmm. going to tap into that but it's going to take time for you to shift. Yeah, and also, you know, sometimes when, when, you know, you're tempted to go on a diet and you feel that you need to cut out everything and you need to exercise, you need to go for a 5K run every day, you know, it's too much. And so when you're doing a new habit, choose one. Yeah. Choose one, let that then become a habit before you move on to the next one. Yeah, I absolutely love that. And again, it's that stacking thing, isn't it? Do this thing really well and then stack. I absolutely yeah and I think that's a really really useful tool for anybody listening is just remembering to do things in your own time Mm -hmm. not in you know and stacking just doing one thing at a time doing it really well and then stacking absolutely yes perfect I love that thank you so so much Bernadette and finally um where can people find you how can they talk to you um, probably completely unimaginative. <laughs> it's simply my name. So across all your social media platforms, including TikTok, um, is Bernadette Chapman. And my website is, yes, you've guessed it, Bernadette Chapman. <laughs> so um, have have some sympathy for me as a four-year-old learning to spell my name. It took it, me forever. It is quite a, a chunky name, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I will definitely put all of that in the show notes as well so that people can come and check you out and talk to you and and sort of yeah get inspired by all you do as well 
Uh, and it's been so lovely talking um, with you, Kay. I really appreciate you having me on. Um, and absolutely, if any of your audience have any questions, uh, they're more than welcome just to um, send me a little message, um, email or Instagram. And I've got a blog post that talks a little bit more in depth about time blocking and theme day. So I can just point them in that direction. Perfect. I'll put that if you want to email that to me, I can put that in the show notes as well. Oh, OK, cool. Yeah, yeah perfect. OK. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. My pleasure. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for choosing to listen to this week's podcast with me, Kate Carter. I appreciate you so much. If you enjoyed this show, then please leave a review. Every month, I will pick a winner for a free 50-minute coaching session with me. Also, if you know someone who could benefit from listening to this podcast, then please share and help me reach more new entrepreneurs who could benefit from learning their own small steps to take.